0: Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to a very special episode of The Dictionary. Um, I am here at FumpFest. You probably heard me talk about that a few episodes ago um, because I recorded this morning and I was here last night, Friday. Um, I'm here again um, with an awesome group of people. And um, luckily, uh, Insane Ian agreed to uh, mention that I have this podcast and I have my recording stuff here. And I thought it would be fun to to grab a guest or two if I could while I'm here because... um, well, I think it really of of all the places to be, I think people here at Fumpfest, Funny Music Fest, would appreciate a ridiculous podcast like this. Um, so, I actually have a, a willing victim. <laughs> I've, I've got T. Campbell here. T, how you doing? I'm doing fine.
1: I'm doing fine, Spencer. A, um, <clears throat> I have to say, I'm not sh- I, very accomplished in the comedy music sphere, but it's a, but but I do have I do have achievements in a few areas of words and what you're doing seemed very interesting.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I appreciate that. Um, I also am not as well versed in the funny music world as, as a lot of the people here. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up with weird Al and you are wearing an awesome weird Al shirt. Uh, so we definitely have that in common. And then of course, Dr. Demento was a big part of my childhood. I'm guessing that was probably for you too.
1: Yeah. So he he was definitely, he was, he was definitely on the fringes. Like he like, like all the cool kids, to me were into
0: him. So I felt like I w- was into him as well. Awesome. And so you, you mentioned this, um, your connection here, why, why you're on this podcast now is words. What, what do you, what do you do? What's your connection with words? I've done writing and editing in various fields
1: and it would take too long to talk about <laughs> all of them, but the, uh, but where I've done the most work is in comics and crosswords. I've scripted a number of different comics for the entirety of my adult life and more recently, I've become somewhat distinguished as the guy who designs ridiculously large crosswords that uh, that would take a week or longer to solve.
0: Okay, so uh, first of all, first question on that how physically how large are we talking? Um, we're talking about uh, we're talking about three feet by three feet, and how many uh, clues? Like typically, I, I you know my parents get the uh, the, the Sunday um, the Chicago Tribune and and the large Sunday crossword is probably like around a hundred across and a hundred down for the clues. How many do you have? Um, I don't.
1: I know that the I know that the total number of answers is usually about. Forty-two hundred. <laughs> oh, um, so sometimes, sometimes 100. a little bit less, sometimes a little bit more depends on the uh, depends on how the design goes.
0: Okay, so it might take somebody a week or so to solve it. I mean, it would take me a day, and then I'd be like, "All right, I'm done. I'm not smart enough for this." But um, <laughs> how long does it take you to actually make these? It's um, it. it, it most recently i've been doing
1: a i've been doing a batch of them and trying to uh, and trying to bring economies of scale to bear i'm hoping that i can get it down to the point where it takes a couple of weeks um it's a i have a number of computerized aids that help me through various parts of the process but there are some judgment calls (laughs) that just have to be made by a human, a human, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's the longest time it took to make one of these? Um, the longest time it took when I uh, when when I had no idea what I was doing was about three months.
0: Yeah, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people find these and find your work? Um, well, look for look for Ubercross.
1: Look for the 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 name Ubercross online. Okay, and. Um, I have been quiet about them because there is a there is a big launch coming up cool. where I'm going to where I'm, I'm going to release a number of these that not only serve on their own but also join up together, and Ooh. the um, and the joined version is my attempt to uh, to achieve some kind of immortality by getting into the Guinness Book of world Records currently I... the uh, current currently the current record holder for uh, for largest crossword like ever is in the 60,000 answer range which you know dwarfs one of mine
0: but combined <laughs> I think will I, I think we'll be able to beat that i am looking forward to that Mm -hmm. we always love to hear about those records the best the biggest whatever it is those are awesome oh yeah cool well um let's get into the words this is what we're here for sure um so the first word in this episode is at the top of page 241 cognitive therapy it is two words noun from 1976 psychotherapy especially for depression that emphasizes the substitution of desirable patterns of thinking for maladaptive or faulty ones do you know anything about cognitive therapy i know a little bit about it
1: and i and i have a fair amount of respect for it i mean it's a i mean my definition would be the the kind of therapy that works um, <laughs> yeah
0: that's that's the hope with mm-hmm. all therapy yeah yeah um obviously you know if, if somebody's suffering from pretty bad depression this is a good thing to try so yeah
1: what? well it well it, it's it's a it's sort of meeting the mind on its own terms, Mm. as opposed to, uh, as as opposed to coming to the mind a little arrogantly, like you've got the cheat code to figure it out. Um, and, and, and I think that brings up feelings of respect in me.
0: Definitely. We all like cheat cheat codes. Uh, we heard a song earlier that had the, uh, the Konami code in it up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA select start. We all do love those, but, um, uh, yeah, sometimes go, you go the real route uh cool we're gonna move on to cognizable that's a hard word to say cognizable Mm -hmm. uh it is an adjective from circa 1662 uh this one's got two definitions one capable of being judiciously heard and determined as in a cognizable calm claim sorry but yeah i have to really focus on saying that word um and then number two capable of being known as in cognizable events cognizably is an adverb and uh you know as i've as i've said um i'm at this festival we're in a large hotel so you might hear other things in the background they're getting ready for a wedding just on the other side of that wall 10 feet away from me Uh, Mm -hmm. so you know the audio quality is probably a little bit weird here um cognizable Maybe can you get that in one of your crosswords?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd, yeah, it'd be no problem to fit it in.
0: Is is that cognizable or cognizable? Uh, um, so good question. Both are approved. Um, oh. Usually, I do give all the forms, but I miss this one. Yeah, cognizable and cognizable, it, both are totally cool to use. Yeah. I can't believe I just said totally cool. Um, We're going to move on to cognizance. Uh, Cognizance, just the one pronunciation for that one. Uh, This is a noun from the 14th century. Can't imagine like old Middle English people saying cognizance. Um, Number one, a distinguishing mark or emblem as as a heraldic bearing. 2A, the synonyms are knowledge and awareness, as in had no cognizance of the situation. I feel like that's me most of the day. Have no cognizance of what's going on. (laughs) Uh, 2B, the synonyms are notice and acknowledgement. As in, take cognizance of their achievement. And then number three, more synonyms. Jurisdiction and responsibility. Yeah, there's some of these words that Uh, It's just filled with synonyms because it's kind of hard to just come up with its own definition.
1: But the first definition is really interesting there in light of the other two. It's, it's, It's much more concrete. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 like the the mark that you would know something by, I guess, is the connection.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, if we look at the etymology, it is from, let's see, uh, Anglo-French, connoistre, I cannot speak French, C-O-N-O-I-S-T-R-E. And that means to know. Um, and yeah, we've there's so many other words that have that sort of beginning part of the word that mean know, know. Um, there were some other ones that I came across before I don't remember, um, but yeah, it's the thing that you know. Like uh, you know, the first example I can think of is like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. They have their their uh, banner, whatever it is, and right. that that thing, that image, whatever it is, is I guess you could consider that a cognizance, mm-hmm. an instance of something that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to cognizant. Clearly, we're in a section about. All these words. Uh, This is an adjective from 1820. Knowledgeable of something, especially through personal experience. And then also the synonym mindful. I think it is really, really good to be mindful. I often have to remind myself, be mindful of... Not only what I'm saying, but what I'm physically doing. <laughs> like, how many times have I dropped a thing because I just didn't know what was going on?
1: Yeah, you know, this, this is my first experience with your program, and it seems like a very meta section that you, that we found here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, it's knowing. I mean, th- this is actually a very meta show in general. I just mm-hmm. talk about what I'm, what's g- literally going on. But yes, especially here, we're talking about knowing whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then you know relatedly this another synonym is the word aware we are aware of mm-hmm. everything anything else on cognizant no
1: I think I, uh, I think I i think meta was probably my best <laughs> observation there
0: yes i i love meta stuff i really do um all right next we have cognize uh yeah oh you could emphasize either syllable cognize or cognize This is a transitive verb from circa 1837. Oh, now they've started the music. Maybe we should start dancing. No, we're not gonna do that. Uh, The synonyms are know, like I know something as we've been talking about and also understand. I I have cognized it. Uh, Cognizer is a noun. The one who's doing the knowing, I guess. Mm -hmm
1: yeah
0: i mean the i mean
1: the the ize and what we associate with that is to, it it feels a little more active than know yep. or understand it feels like you it feels like you you're putting in the effort to right. uh, to make this something that's part of your understanding but Defin- you're, you're 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 hauling it out and bringing it into your brain
0: right right and yeah usually we're just sort of letting things seep in and in that case they might not yeah. seep in all the way but yeah if you're actively doing it this is why i Often forget most of the things that I read in this book because I'm just sort of focusing on reading, and then I have not cognized anything. But every mm. once in a while, there are those gems that like just hit me. I'm like, and then those get stuck in the in the memory banks. Um, next is cognomen, or you can emphasize the first syllable and say cognomen. Oh no, that t- word takes me back. <laughs> oh, tell me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, a um, well, I wasn't a very good speaker in high school and, you're a very good speaker and, now you have a really wonderful voice actually. Oh, oh thank you thank you that's very nice to hear but uh but yeah i i started a lot more and therefore when it came to languages i was the best at the languages that didn't require a whole lot of speaking or or special pronunciation rules so french was kind of a uh, kind of a Bear for me it was kind of <laughs> difficult to get through but latin yes. Latin, i could uh, could handle very well and i ended up handling about five years of it um right. it, cognomen is is associated with latin the um the most romans of note had three names mm. um one of them was their cognomen um gaius julius caesar mm. i'm 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 hoping that I'm getting this part right. <laughs> right. Uh, it's okay if you get it wrong. I get stuff wrong all a, the time. The um, Caesar was his uh, was his cognomen, I believe, and the uh, the um, and again, kind of the name he was known by. Sure. Um, the the name that his that his family held. Julius was a um, was an identifier, but um, but Gaius was more. Informal. Basically, mm-hmm. basically, they were in ascending order of importance. Okay. Okay. Um, and and we um, my my first year of Latin, we learned we we learned all this stuff with a um, with a with a cast of characters, and and the setting was uh, was Pompeii. Um, mm-hmm. Slightly prior to uh, to volcano time, <laughs> right, um, right? So we so so we so we got to uh, so it was like see Dick, see Jane, see Spot. Learn learn all about Dick, Jane, and Spot and their adventures with these simple words only in mm-hmm, Latin. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, we got to see Dick and Jane
0: destroyed by a volcano. <laughs> um, only Spot survived. Oh well, thank God the animals survived. That that makes me happy. Um, yes, what what every kid. Or you know mm. anybody really wants to see is people destroyed mm. by a volcano. Um, so so cognomen is the the last usually the last name the one that somebody is known for. Um, I also yeah. uh, so was this high school that you took Latin? Uh, it, that particular
1: mm. that particular class first year was eighth grade, oh, so nice. almost high school.
0: And then all through high school and you then took all Latin. through high school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I got into high school, I didn't know what language I wanted to take, and mm. beforehand they had you know some sort of thing where you go and see booths of different things. And Latin was interesting. And so I ended up taking the first two years of high school, I took Latin. And I think that's part of the reason why I got into this words in general in the dictionary. And because I already had some sort of base of where words come from, because so many of our mm-hmm. English words do come from Latin. Yeah. Um, so it's all it's really cool to see a, a fellow Latin. Like, I, you know, I've obviously <laughs> forgotten most of it. But like, I'm sure. so glad that I had that I got that mm-hmm. base knowledge um, are you a They Might Be Giants fan? Is it safe <laughs> um, to assume? Yes? I, I, I enjoy I enjoy They Might Be Giants. I wouldn't
1: consider myself an expert. Sure, but I, sure, uh, but, sure, But there are, there are a handful of songs I play over and over. Yeah.
0: Well, so uh, one of them, John Linnell, just released a, um, a solo album called Roman Songs. And oh. it's four songs. It's just an EP, but it's four songs all in Latin. Hmm. And they're great. And I think it was just released not too long ago. So... You should check that out. I, I, I will. He certainly sounds like the... I'm not surprised from him. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, well, we are going to... Oh, we haven't even read the Cognomen yet. We, we we got off on, on an awesome tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we go right off the bat. Um Oh, I should say it's a noun from 1691, although obviously it was used way before that. Um, number one, the synonym is surname, which, you know, that's last name, um, but especially the third of usually three names born by a male citizen of ancient Rome. We had that information even before we got to the definition. Um, and then it says, compared to the synonyms, nomen. And prae-nomen, or P R A E, which would nomen be the first one and praenomen would be the second one? I believe praenomen would be the first one. Okay.
1: Like pre. In, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that makes sense. In English, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. That's, why, well, that's what I was thinking at first, but then they had them in the other order, so I got confused. Hmm. Um, and then number two is no. just the synonym name, just generically, and then especially a distinguishing nickname or epithet. Uh, Cognominal is an adjective. And if we quickly look at the etymology, it is from Latin, as we've said, from co plus nomen, which means name. And there's more at the word name. Uh, All right. Next is cognoscente. This looks Italian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know this one. (laughs) All right. uh, I love it. C-O-G-N-O-S-C-E-N-T-E. It seems like anytime I have a guest on, there's always at least one word that they actually have a connection with. And it looks like we at least have two on this one. Um, You could do... Can definitely pronounce this a few other ways i'm not going to go into that noun from 1776 a person who has expert knowledge in a subject and the synonym is connoisseur mm-hmm. um quickly the etymology yes obsolete italian uh the spelling changed uh let's see it it's an adjective it means wise from the latin cognoscent, cognoscens uh, which is from uh from the verb cognoscere, it doesn't say what that means, but I assume it means, yeah. similarly, you know, the, wise the, and the,
1: expert, the, the knowledgeable in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 got kind of an elite connotation, like you like you know, I I, I wanted to. Um, uh, I I wish that I were in Paris in the 1920s, hobnobbing with the cognoscenti like uh. Gertrude Stein and Pablo Picasso, um, the, uh, the 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 people who the people who really know what they're about and make and make the rest of us. Feel I feel like, uh, like Stuart Schmucks. Um.
0: I feel like that all the time. But yes, I would love to go sit and just be a, a fly on the wall at, at that mm. time to be all around the, uh, the cognoscente. I love mm. words like this. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to cognosable. Cognosable. C-O-G-N-O-S-C-I-B-L-E. I do like to spell some of these words since this is an audio-only platform. Adjective from circa 1644. The synonyms are Cognizable which uh, we read before and knowable. So it's a cognosable is just something that can be known, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next we have, uh, it would be cogon, no cogon, cogon. C-O-G-O-N, noun from 1898. Any of several tall grasses of Southeastern Asia used especially for thatching, fodder, and erosion control. Um, so this is a, it's from a Spanish word, Cogon, with an accent on the second O, uh, from Visayan and Tag, Tagalog, uh, from their word kugon with a K. Um, so uh, the genus name of this grass is Imperata, and then especially the scientific name Imperata cylindrica. You know your grasses? <laughs> this is all completely new to me
1: I I, I have never heard this word before but uh, certainly I mean it seems legit and, uh, sure. and and it's in Webster's so I have so I don't have to worry for once about whether it actually is legit
0: <laughs> yeah exactly you were worried I know um, when you make your crosswords do you I assume you have to open up the dictionary now and then and find some stuff
1: there's there's definitely a lot of research that goes on there's there's also um, with with crosswords, there's very um, you have to maintain a sense of what's known, what's guessable, and what's a black box. Um, Cagone is a word that I that that I would consider using because it's because um, it is legitimate and it um, and it does have some modern relevance, um, but the uh, but. It is a word that I would only consider using if there were five known and guessable <laughs> right. words crossing it.
0: Yeah, at least four, but yeah, five would be helpful. then you then then at least if the person doesn't know what it is, they can still find out find it out using the other methods and learn a new word that way. But yeah, that's yeah. a that the vast majority of people do not know what Cogon is unless you're a grass expert
1: yeah and some of the and some of the words that we've gone over like uh, like like cognize Mm -hmm. even if you've never seen the word cognize before if you've got a general understanding of the english language Mm -hmm. you you can draw on your experience of words like recognize and figure out what the heck it means without needing all seven crossings to, uh, to fill you in but Cagone, that's a, uh, that, that, that's, that's a new frontier for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I would like to suggest, let's get that in the, the next one that you make. I'm just going to say that for every word um, because I'm talking to a crossword maker. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, next is cog railway. Two words, noun from 1896. A steep mountain railroad that has a rail with a rail with cogs engaged by a cog wheel on the locomotive to ensure traction. I, I'm so impressed by smart people who have figured out how to make things like this. That's the last yeah. thing I could do.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, that's an interesting one because I can sort of visualize it as you're describing it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that always helps to understand the thing if I can help to if I can visualize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we've got cog wheel, one word, noun from the 14th century, a wheel with cogs. Oh, look mm-hmm. at that. How clever. Um, And uh, the synonym is the 6A2 definition for the word gear. So, you know, not just any gear, that very specific gear. Um, A wheel with cogs. I mean, yeah, this is just because the cogs, as we learned, I think, in yesterday's episode, they're just the little teeth at the end of the gear. Yeah. Um, So is a cog wheel different from a gear with cogs? Like what makes it a wheel? What makes it a gear? I'm just asking this out to the ether because I have no clue.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, and I, um, and I'm a little bit unsure of my answer. Um, <laughs> cogs, I've 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 always heard as the um, as the smallest unit of clockwork. Like it's just mm-hmm. a it's just a single wheel with teeth, gear and gears. I've sometimes heard as larger constructions made of those cogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I've also heard some people use gears synonymously with cogs in this case, but right, um, right. But I think gears has a little bit more of a variety to its um, scale.
0: Sure, uh, mm-hmm. and then just for a reminder, um, and and for you too, T. Uh, the definition for the f- cog was just a tooth on the rim of a wheel or gear. But yeah, I th- you know I think cog gets used as as the gear itself maybe i mean it's yeah. it's a very i think much more versatile than people probably think
1: yeah the, yeah the 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 association that i always have when i hear that word is is um oh you don't want to be just another another cog in the machine exactly
0: um I uh, we I don't want to be that, but mm-hmm. I am that in some yeah. sense. So you know,
1: I mean, it's a, I, I mean, you know, in some sense, we all are. Yes. We're, uh, we're, we're 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 all part of the human race, and we're, we're we're
0: no one of us going to be bigger than the whole. Exactly, we are all part of this giant cog wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, next is cohabit. This is a verb from circa 1530. Uh, I believe it is just an intransitive verb. Uh, number one. To live together as or as if a married couple. You're cohabitating. Uh, number 2A, to live together or uh, or in company, as in buffaloes cohabiting with crossbred cows. Uh, that is a quote from, it looks like, biology abstracts. That's probably some journal. Uh, buffaloes cohabitating with crossbred cows. What do what the cows and the buffaloes got going on? Uh, to be, to exist together, as in, two strains in his philosophy co uh, cohabit in each... Wow, this quote got longer than I was ready for. Two strains in his philosophy cohabit in each of his major works. That is a quote from Justice Bulcher. Mm. Cohabitant is a noun, and cohabitation is a noun. And does the etymology look interesting from the Latin habitare, which means to inhabit... From habere, which means to have, you have a ha- I don't know, and there's more at the word give. <laughs> yeah,
1: the um, it, it may be a um, word with an older etymology, but it certainly achieved greater relevance in modern generations. The uh, I, my my wife and I um, cohabited for about a year before mm-hmm. we uh, before we officially got married and that is increasingly the done thing these days. In fact, in fact, I feel a little old just saying that because the, uh, (laughs) because the, the generation that's coming up now really, uh, really understands it as the default, but I'm just, um, but I'm just barely old enough to, uh, to remember when it was, uh, when, when it was frowned upon to, Mm -hmm. uh, to, to be living together as a prelude to marriage. Some people of course uh, live together as an alternative to marriage Mm -hmm. or, and, 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 you know, sometimes that's because they don't really want that sort of lifetime commitment. Other times there's a, uh, there's a friend of mine who has been, um, who's been cohabiting with her, with her boyfriend for about 20 years. And I'm, Mm. and, and I'm like, come on you're married <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and that's the
0: thing is that if, you know it, i think in many ways it's mm. actually more important mm. to figure out if you can cohabitate together yes uh, than than actual marriage you know if yes. you can't live together uh there are some problems and a lot of people can't so i think it's a yes, really and, really and, important thing
1: yeah and, and and one of the things that um and one of the reasons that we that we did it that way was because i had had the experience of um of living with some of my friends before mm-hmm. uh, before I was even in a position to consider marriage and um, some of my friends made, uh, made pretty good roommates and some of them didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always come back to the example of like, uh, a pot of pasta sitting on the stove for two or three days. And mm-hmm. I literally experienced that not with my roommate, but my girlfriend's roommate many years ago, her, mm-hmm. her friend made some pasta mm-hmm. and it's just sat on the stove and it's like, this. Is, you can't, you can't live like this. You got to learn how to be an adult. <laughs> and yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We are going to move on to. Cohere, C-O-H-E-R-E, cohere, verb from 1598. Uh, We are starting with intransitive. It's all, yes. 1A, to hold together firmly as parts of the same mass, and then broadly the synonyms stick and adhere. 1B, to display cohesion of plant parts. 2, to hold together as a mass of parts that cohere. 3A, To become united in principles, relationships, or interests. Uh, 3b. To be logically or aesthetically consistent. And then the one transitive verb definition says to cause. To cause to cohere. And the example of the things that you would be cohering are parts or components. And then it says the synonym is stick. Yeah, basically that's what it is. Things are sticking together. The Mm -hmm. etymology is from the Latin co plus hierere, which means to stick. So it's all sticky. It's an interesting
1: case of a of a very active sentiment being given to something that we would ordinarily give a passive meaning. Right. Like like, like it it pretty much just means hold together and exist. But uh, but but cohere sounds so much more dynamic. Um, I, I I remember the um, I remember a bit from from T. H. White's The Sword in the Stone, where mm. uh, where Arthur is learning learning different things from all that nature has to offer and at one point he uh, he speaks to the stones and the um, and the stones guiding principle is is cohere but mm. from from their perspective because uh, because stones exist on a much larger time scale than we do um, cohering and holding together really is an active thing that you uh, that that you have to make an effort to do um right. but uh, but but it takes some um it takes some imagination to uh, to apply that to one's own human life mm-hmm. um like, like you know i try to, uh, to I, I try to make my
0: uh i try to make my life have some coherence um well, thank you for that segue because uh, that's our next word. But real quickly, I just wanted to say that yeah, it, it just to add on to what you said. Stick stick mm-hmm. is like oh, things just stuck together, right? Mm-hmm. There it was, like yeah. you said, very passive. But yeah, mm-hmm. when you put cohere into it, that means it's taking it's taking that effort. I think I'm literally saying your words back to you, but it just <laughs> struck me again that like yes, you have to put effort into making something cohere. And mm-hmm. I really like that thing from the sword, the sword in the stone. The sword, yeah, the, I like the that. The sword in the stone. I like yep. that quote mm-hmm. a lot um so coherence uh it is a noun from circa 1580 one the quality or state of cohering i love it when they put basically the word in the definition Uh, as one a systematic or logical connection or consistency one b integration of diverse elements relationships or values and number two the property of being coherent as in a plan that lacks coherence we're not going to get to word about the word coherent until the beginning of the next episode, um, but uh, I will do the last word because it's related to coherence. It is coherency, c o h e r e n c y, noun from 1603. And the synonym is just the word coherent. so it is literally the same thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, the uh, the yeah that that love to have the uh, love, love to have basically the same word in the definition. Yeah, that's a that's that's one of the um, it's one of the rules that you're of crossword writing. You're not allowed <laughs> to uh, you're, you're you're not allowed to put the word in the clue that's going to be in the answer. Actually, you can't you. Generally speaking, you can't put any of the words that are going to be in the answers in any of the clues. Oh, even if it's for a, a different for a, one for a for a, uh, for a normally scaled puzzle mm. with um, with with puzzles at my scale, it kind of uh, that that rule kind of has a lot of wiggle room. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, totally. As, uh, basically, as long as we're not giving it away, then uh, then it's not a concern. Right. But um, but yeah, you don't want to. Um, you don't want to plant the <laughs> the seed. You, you don't want to plant the answer too obviously yeah. in the solver's mind.
0: Yeah. The, the dictionary mm-hmm. gets a little wiggle room on that because mm-hmm. sometimes you literally have to put the word in there or some yeah. form of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, for uh, for a crossword, uh, yeah, that does seem like that's one of the cardinal rules. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So I will quickly just reread the words, and then you get okay. to pick a word of the episode, whatever one is. Oh. Whatever, whatever, whatever speaks to you in any way. So we had cognitive therapy, cognizable, cognizable or cognizable, cognizance, cognizant, cognize, cognomen, cognoscente, cognoscible, cogon, or no, cogon, cograil, cogwheel, cohabit, cohere, coherence, and coherency. Well, that's
1: a... uh, That's a lot.
0: Um, (laughs) And I can give you a second. Kohir
1: and Kogan are probably my favorites. Um... I'm going to give it to uh, I'm going to give it to Kogan because I like learning new things.
0: Yeah, the grass mm-hmm. that was probably the one that you knew the least about. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, Kogan mm-hmm. is the word of the episode, um, and you know, just because it was the most different of all these, maybe I will find mm-hmm. a picture of some Kogan grass and post it on social media.
1: Also, with uh, with with five letters, fairly common letters, and a and, and a and. Uh, an even constant vowel pattern right it's it makes back and a, and forth. Yep. It, it's it's very crossword convenient
0: i, I would say it's very crosswordy <laughs> um awesome so uh All typically right. I, I put a little bit more at the end which i will yeah. probably record later um but thank you so much to t for for being a part of this being on this ridiculous podcast no problem, and, um, no problem. uh uh lastly where where can people find
1: you um, people can find my work at gildedage.net. Um, there is a, there, there is something that I'm developing for webtoon, but it's not ready yet. Um, the, the crosswords at this point, um, best place to, uh, to look for them is to, uh, is to search for Ubercross as the, uh, as the end of the year approaches, that word will start appearing in more places
0: oh that is so good to hear Mm -hmm. um uber cross when i hear that i also sort of think of just this like crazy cross in a church that has like spikes coming out of it or like (laughs) metal music playing behind it i don't know that's an uber cross um uh and then very last thing uh do you just have any words of wisdom what what speaks to you what 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 do you want to let the people know
1: well I, I, I think this is a really interesting approach for a podcast and Thank I've and, 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 um, and I think that, and I think it's certainly a great approach to language I've done. I've, I've done a lot of sifting through giant lists of words as part of the hu- research for mm-hmm. the, uh, for the giant crosswords. um, Doing it in this sort of alphabetical fashion is a nice way to guarantee that you'll get a variety of stimuli. It won't be just a, just ancient words from the uh, from the Bible or Shakespeare. You might run into uh, as as we did in this podcast. You ran into in, in this particular episode. Yeah. You ran into a uh, into. One word that hailed from ancient Rome, and then a, and then another word that was more relevant to uh, to how relationships are conducted today.
0: Absolutely, uh, and that's I have mentioned that many times actually. That I love you know going from one topic to another to a vastly other topic. Um, it's it's been a lot of fun in it, and it works the brain. So I hope uh, people are also enjoying this. Go check out his work, and um, thanks again to T for being on this episode. It was great. I had a really good time and it was a really fun conversation. So, we have to finish up this episode by reading some holidays for September 18th. uh, Let's see. In Azerbaijan, it is Day of National Music. So, go learn about some Azerbaijani music. Um, In the Okinawa Prefecture in Japan, it is Island Language Day. In Chile, it is National Day. Or they also say Dio 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 Diociocho, something like that. Um, In the U.S., it is National HIV, AIDS, and Aging Awareness Day. So I guess it's aging specifically with people who uh, have HIV or AIDS. And yeah, that's a thing um, that didn't used to happen. They didn't used to be able to age. So now with technology and science and medicine, uh, they can actually live longer lives um in croatia it is navy day it is world water monitoring day monitor your water and make sure you drink lots of water you got to stay hydrated um let's see any other ones that we haven't said yet in colombia it is love and friendship day in the european union it is european heritage days also in chile it is an first national board of government of chile or Chile. Uh, okay, I think we are in the fun holidays section now. Uh, so, it is Batman Day. I don't know why. I would assume it's the first day that he appeared in a comic book or something. But hey, na 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 Batman. It's Big Whopper Liar Day. <laughs> we got to tell a big whopping lie. It is Boys and Girls Club Day for Kids. It is Chiropractic Founders Day. It is First Love Day. Hug a Greeting Card Writer Day. Oh, what was that Adam Sandler movie? Didn't he write greeting cards or something? Uh, Go hug Adam Sandler if you know him. International Coastal Cleanup Day. International Eat an Apple Day. There's a good chance I will be eating an apple today anyway. International Equal Pay Day. Make sure everybody gets paid equally. International Read an Ebook Day. Well, you gotta get an ebook reader before you can read the ebook. International Red Panda Day. Locate an old friend day. National Cheeseburger Day. National Cleanup Day. It's the same picture and it's the same idea as the one for coastal cleanup, so cleanup in general and coastal cleanup national dance day dance dance dance. national gymnastics day uh national respect day oh maybe this would be a good a good good day to watch the uh oh my god i'm blanking aretha franklin movie that just came out uh sounds actually really good puppy mill awareness day be aware of these things that are happening that we should not have happen Responsible Dog Ownership Day Rice Krispies Treats Day Software Freedom Day. Why are there so many holidays today? Thank a police officer day. Thank you. World Bamboo Day. Uh but that's it on that page. Um Oktoberfest starts this week. Today it's for a week. But w wh- you can't start Oktoberfest in September. that That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Just wait like a couple weeks. Um, Any other fun holidays that we missed? We got a lot already. Jeez. Independence Day. I think that's Chile. Yep. Um, National Day of Civic Hacking. Hmm. And that's it. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.